0: Welcome to 19 in 89 Inside the Diary of a Wannabe Radio Announcer My name is Benjamin Wosley you may remember me from my work as Giggling Ben on Hamish and Andy. Hang on, stop, stop, everybody, stop. I think, I think Giggling Ben went to play, went to play a crowd. Riefen, Bad Boy Ben with The Vixen back in the 90s. It's the PMFM Top 30 with Bad Boy and The Vixen and joining us from the UK really early in the morning. It's Billy! Uh, way before any of that, when I was 19 in 89, I moved from the seclusion of my bedroom at my parents' house in Adelaide, all the way to the isolated Western Australian mining town of Caratha to start work as a radio announcer at a little station called 6KA. My godmother gave me a diary to write down every momentous occasion, and I actually did it. And now, 30 years later, I'm gonna find out how weird Arrogant, lame, self-absorbed, dorky, inexperienced and closeted the 19-year-old version of me was to hold my hand while we navigate almost 365 days worth of embarrassment going to call in my family, my friends, people that were there, people that have known me for nearly 30 years. Strap yourselves in. It's going to be an embarrassing ride. I'm Benjamin Wosley. Welcome to 19 in 89. Yeah, what I said. Hey, congratulations on finding yourself back at the podcast equivalent of time travel where you get to revisit the year of 1989, but not for anything exciting. You can't change the course of history, place a few bets and become a billionaire, or step on a butterfly and accidentally wipe out everyone you love in the future. Uh, Basically, this kind of time travel, you're sealed in a figurative bubble, so no one from 1989 land can answer you back. All you can do is look down upon the teenage version of me for an entire, largely uneventful year as I try to become a fully-fledged radio announcer. I know, right? Who needs actual time travel where you can just listen to a podcast instead, am I right? Uh, Probably not. But we're doing it anyway as we dive back into what was making its debut musically on the Aussie charts this week in 1989 via chartbeats.com.au. Aussie boy's Indecent Obsession, whose spoken words album cover... Featured, get ready for this, the four of them in various stages of undress whilst wearing cut-off neon wetsuits whilst ankle-deep in the ocean. It's horrendo, but you've got to do an a cosier search. Anyway, they managed to score the biggest debut of the week with Tell Me Something in at 33. Bon Jovi's Lay Your Hands On Me was at 40. Tears for Fears was sounding seeds of love. I love that song so much. That was at 43. Janet Jackson's Miss You Much was at 45. And at 49, Ian Moss without Out of the Fire. By the end of 1989, Kylie Minogue will be on our cinema screens in her feature film debut, The Delinquents. And as we had in our last episode, Nicole Kidman was receiving rave reviews for her appearance in the movie Dead Calm. Who can forget my captivating but insightful review of it being a fantastic movie, a great thriller, and a definite must-see? I mean, how could you not watch it after that glowing endorsement? Nah, no, but full truth, watch it if you haven't. Hey, coming up in this episode, there's more attempts at diarized humour. I get nervous broadcasting to two new towns for just two hours, wake up to an actual zoo in the bathroom while I'm house-sitting at Jan's. I also dispense love and relationship advice, even though I haven't had any experience of either. Plus, I pretend I'm tough by slagging off the cops. Get ready, we're about to hit peak teenager again. Once again, of course, I couldn't even cope with all of that without having one of my besties by my side. So let's take them off mute, shall we? Who is that? 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 Who Who is this? It's my favourite Magenta. Jenny Seppi. (laughs)
1: Hi Benji, great to be back. Happy New Year to you and all your podcast listeners.
0: Thank you gorgeous and to you too. It's so good to have you back. God, I've missed you.
1: I miss you every day.
0: I want to come to Perth and I want you to come to Melbourne and I want us to be able to travel and do whatever we want.
1: I want to do it all and all the borders are closed and I can't fucking (laughs) deal.
0: Exactly. And we're watching the world (laughs) implode as we record this. So, you know, who knows what the end will be.
1: (laughs) The word
0: for the day is impeachment. So let's just
1: live with
0: that one. Yeah, and find all those fucking terrorists. (laughs) (laughs) I love how many of them posed and then did media appearances. (laughs) That'll help get you arrested. Yeah, it's just bizarre
1: to watch. Very sad.
0: It is bizarre to watch. Talking about bizarre, uh, the way we met is bizarre because we basically, and I'll just remind people, met through a mutual friend of ours. My best friend was dating Jenny's best friend and the uh, thought was that if the two us couldn't get along they couldn't date we got on better (laughs) than both of them because they broke up years ago and we're still friends
1: (laughs) and we're still together exactly
0: (laughs) bless us
1: oh yeah i'm in for the long haul
0: yeah and of course we know that we always get good stories from you jenny because you've been everywhere done everything and if it hasn't been done then it's probably not worth doing
1: (laughs) Well, I think so.
0: Yeah.
1: All right, well, should we get stuck into the diary? Oh, let's do it. I'm living for it.
0: All right then, let's do it. Uh, this is written uh, Sunday, October 1 at 1.54am. 1. Get ready for some funny, Jenny. Get ready. Another early night,
1: I see.
0: Oh, yeah, not at all. <laughs> and that's uh, indicated by this opening sentence. Well, well, well. No, not really. Got a bit of a runny nose, as a matter of fact. Ha, ha, ha! And I've written ha-ha-ha in capitals with two exclamation points. It must have been really runny. (laughs) (laughs) (sighs) Yeah, like a shit. (laughs) Uh, Woke today about 8.30. Fed the cats and tried going back to sleep again. No such luck. Watched TV, (laughs) slightly boring, and then washed my clothes. Read a book, rang Richard and talked for a while. I don't know if you fully read a book, mate. Maybe turned a few pages. (laughs) (laughs) Mum rang up a bit later, had a good chat, went and had a bath. Ah, what a luxury. I think because our share home in Caratha didn't have a bath. Oh,
1: no, you had to have a bath in those days. <sighs> I never have a bath these days, but it was important back then. It God sure was. Because
0: <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> we had abundant water and we didn't care. Uh, <laughs> went home and made a call to Nan in hospital. Came back to Jan's. Had tea, fed the cats and went to work. Wow, it's so engaging so far. Uh, Cindy, Mary and Judy rang to talk. Got home just after midnight. Shift was fine, just boring. That's on you, mate. Watch TV till now. Off to sleeps. Night. 1.59am. Oh. So what
1: were you been watching on TV at that hour in those days? Well, uh, we
0: only had two choices.
1: Advertising?
0: Well, it'd be the, yeah. It would be the ABC or GWN. And at yep. that sort of hour, they'd be playing things like the wrestling. Uh, yeah. <laughs> ABC yes. would sometimes have rage on. Yes. But GWN used to go off about midnight or 1am, like they'd switch off, play the national anthem and then you'd go static.
1: Actually, it's interesting you say that because a lot of people younger than us wouldn't realise that, you know, everything stopped at midnight, even television.
0: Yeah. (laughs) And and all stores closed at five o'clock as
1: well. Oh, cool. Yeah. God,
0: it was a punish. And people say, <laughs> Oh, in the good old days, what was good about it, you idiot? Mm, not a lot. <laughs> yeah. It hasn't gotten better either, just so you know. Uh, this is Monday, October two, it was written at one35 AM and at the top of the diary it says Queen's birthday, WA. Labor Day, New South Wales and ACT. And I've written, not in Caratha with a, an arrow pointing at Queen's birthday. I don't know why we got shafted in that regard. Anyway. That's
1: odd. is it? It's WA and it's like it was, you know, yeah. Labor Day in West Australia. It's now called WA Day. They've turfed that. It's not Labor Day anymore.
0: Right. That makes it more parochial. <laughs> they'll celebrate if we put WA in it. If we say Labor, they'll go, what? I hate that in politics.
1: <laughs> well, the Labor Day came from, so I can't remember her name, some... Uh, Oh, somebody, oh, it's on the tip of my tongue. But anyway, chopped down a tree and uh, became a public holiday. So oh. I'm not sure if chopping down a tree or celebrating yourself and where you live, I'm just not sure what's best.
0: Oh, I'm <laughs> sad that it started with chopping down a tree. <laughs> oh, no, right. <laughs> All right, so uh this Monday. Well, goodness. I woke at about 10:30 today, had a shower, got dressed, and went and did the shopping. Came home, made some lunch. There's just no details. I uh, headed off to work just after 1. Richie had a chat to me about doing two hours tomorrow from 9 till 11, which is only broadcast to Tom Price and Parabadoo on a Tuesday. I don't understand why that <laughs> happened. Poor Parabadoo and Tom Price. I have to wake up at 7.30 this morning just to get at work by 8. I mean, God, can you believe? Oh, me? no. <laughs> <laughs> to get ready. Goodness, I'm nervous, but I shouldn't be. It'll be great. And then I've written... Pisser, I've got a cold. What a bitch. <laughs> <laughs>
1: and you were probably, who your audience would have been in Parapadu and where else was it?
0: And Tom Price. Tom
1: Price, yeah. Miners. So did you tell some bogan stories? Oh,
0: God. <laughs> me and a bogan story? Come on.
1: <laughs> oh, you got it in here. I know you do.
0: Yeah, probably. My um, <laughs> shift from six till midnight went well, although the block nose gave me the proverbials. Oh, God, I love it when I write like a nana. <laughs> Never mind. Now to sleeps. Check you later. 140 AM. Oh, oh okay. is there anything worse than having the proverbials, Jenny?
1: <laughs> no, nothing. What the fuck does and that it,
0: even mean?
1: I know, I was gonna say it could mean absolutely anything. <laughs> yeah. You could have had diarrhea for all I know. <laughs>
0: That is a recurring thing in this diary. (laughs) Wash your hands, you dirty flog. All right, this is um, October 3rd. It's a Tuesday and it's got written at the top here, 34 days to Adelaide. Then I've got a dash and in capitals I've written,
1: yay,
0: with two exclamation points.
1: Was that a little holiday back
0: home? Yeah, that was my first holiday home in November for, uh, oh. I think it's for two weeks. Yep. It's exciting. Yep. I don't know what happened because I wrote nothing down. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> anyway, on this Tuesday the 3rd, uh, this was written at 1.39am, yawn, oh, actually it's yawn and three question marks, so I'm going, yawn? <laughs> uh. Don't think that's the right use of question marks again, Ben. Had to wake up at seven this morning, got dressed and went down the station. Had to do nine till eleven broadcast to Tom Price and Parabadoo. We know. Went fairly well, although it did feel strange being in the production studio and pretending to broadcast. Well, even that's wrong. I wasn't pretending. I was doing. <laughs> <laughs> you fucking <idiots. laughs> I love that in radio stations they always have two studios, but the on-air one that's used the most is generally the best one. And then the backup one is like the shithole that no one wants to work out and you only have to go into in a failing number one studio. Yeah. That one was horrific. I still distinctly and remember that it was. And probably
1: not cleaned. It was probably no. dusty. No. And all the equipment
0: was old. It was all the yeah, shit equipment. Yeah, banana skins. Oh, yep. yeah. People farted in there. <laughs> <laughs> Same in my studio too. Uh, (laughs) Called dad, had a good talk, cannot wait to go home. My usual shift from 2 to 6pm went okay. Some stuff ups, but only minimal. Still needs work. And then I've written, practice, practice, practice. (laughs) Makes perfect, perfect, perfect. Exactly. Look at me now. I'm unemployed. Yes, exactly. Uh, Went to another quiz night tonight. God, I loved quiz nights in 89. With Avril, Judy, Gary, Biggles from the police station and Steve from the Northwest Telegraph in Bunbury. Gee, Steve, have a drive to play quiz night. Yeah, I was going to say,
1: that's a long drive
0: for a quiz. (laughs) Yeah, we didn't win, but we certainly had a good time. Fuck off. (laughs) Time to snooze. See ya. 1.45am. Oh. Oh. Yeah, I think I do that after most entries. Like, oh. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Feel sorry for him. He's a little bit special. (laughs) All right, let's take in Wednesday, October 4. This is 1.45am. Here we go. You ready for the animal menagerie? Today. <laughs> yeah. All right. I sure am. Today will go down in history as one of the most bizarre days I've ever experienced. You ready?
1: Oh, my God. I'm so bizarre! <laughs> yeah, I'm <everyone>. ready.
0: <laughs> I woke at 10 today, went to go to the toilet, and swimming in the bowl was a mouse. Oh, no. So I wee-weed on it. <laughs> You didn't. Yeah, and I've written wee dash weed, so I wee weed on it, and tried <laughs> to flush it. But being persistent, it decided to swim to the top. So I tried to kill it with various cleaners.
1: Oh <laughs> <My> God, you <laughs> asshole!
0: <laughs> I love that it's oh, trying have you heard to of
1: the scoop and put the mouse back in the garden. Anything. <laughs> right?
0: Anything. <laughs> but no, apparently flush, 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 and now let's put all cleaners and bathroom items on it. I went into the bathroom to wash my hands and in the shower cubicle was a snake. (laughs) And I've put dash and in capitals, a bloody snake.
1: Oh, my God.
0: Man, I don't know. It doesn't say. There's lots of snakes up in Karratha, isn't there? Yeah, there's lots of snakes in
1: Australia, mate. It could have been a
0: deadly little brown snake. Yeah. But you're still alive. I'm still alive. Um, Man, I could not believe my own bad luck. Managed to get rid of both of them in various ways. And this is what fucks me off. If you want details, just ask me. I'll go into enormous details. Do you think I can remember anything, Jenny?
1: (laughs) (laughs) I want to know how you got rid of the snake. Did you run outside and grab a stick? What did you do? I have no
0: fucking idea.
1: Did you eat it? I didn't eat it. They taste beautiful cooked up.
0: I vaguely remember leaving the mouse (laughs) for a whole day but I don't know what I did with the snake. <laughs> we need
1: to find that snake.
0: <laughs> I know, and I don't have any memory of removing either of them from the house.
1: Amazing.
0: Uh, so after all that excitement, my shift from <laughs> six till midnight went well. Bit slow to begin with, but it picked up after a while. Ended up on a good note. Day off today, Thursday. What luxury. Night, 1.51 a.m. Well, you've
1: been to bed every night this week in 89, within 10 minutes of of each night, 140 to 150.
0: Yeah. I'm a fast rider. (laughs) Uh, This is Thursday, October 5. It was written at 1.14am. Still these late nights. Well, (laughs) would you believe I didn't wake up until 2 today? I gather I was slightly tired. Sat in the TV room and read a novel till four. Then I thought I'd have a quick shower. Went into town and posted my letter to Glenn. And then I put in brackets, finally, (laughs) bought some stuff for tea and paid some money for my lay-by. Then I drove to the station. Yeah, I want to know what's on my lay-by. Recorded a commercial that needed doing. Avril and Dave are getting engaged, which is great to hear. Although, I think Dave should learn to be a bit trustful as far as Avril is concerned. You can't have a relationship built entirely on love. This is coming from the 20-year-old that's never been in a relationship. There has to be trust and commitment and other things too. Yeah.
1: Like you've got to be friends. Exactly.
0: (laughs) Um, Listen to me. The big was giving advice. What a... And I've written in capitals, joke! And then in capitals again... Whore, 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 whore. Like haw, 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 haw. Like H A W. That's apparently a fucking laugh. <laughs> <laughs> well, What's worth? I
1: thought your advice was quite good with no experience. Yeah.
0: <laughs> I should become a columnist. Yeah. Uh, night, and then I've put in brackets again. Haw, <laughs> haw. a.m. Fuck off, you loser. Come
1: ahead, ahead.
0: Yeah, that's what you are. Uh, okay, let's take in uh, Friday. This is uh, October 6th. It was written at 1.54am. Had to wake up at 7.30 this morning, tidied up Jan's house, fed the cats and called Dad and Mum at the shop. Talked for a while. Went off to my own house before work to drop off my clothes and stuff. Went to the bank to get some money for shopping. Got to work at 10. Got stuck into some work that was waiting for me. Ugh, dude went on air at 2 till 6pm. Everything went okay, except Perth kept experiencing blackouts, which destroyed our chances of getting the news feeds. And when the news is stuffed up, I get angry because people rely on it.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Uh, What a fucking asshole. Oh, it's so true, though, back then. Isn't it? Yeah, <laughs> There were no Twitter or Facebook then, boy.
0: All the news was sent from Perth, though we would must have paid a journalist to read our news in Perth and then yep. they'd recorded it. I think they used to send it up at 10 to the hour and we'd record it down the line if you missed it. <laughs> but uh, <Yeah. laughs> if, if the satellite feeds dropped out, you had no one to blame but them. <laughs> I uh, dropped Jan's car off. She brought me home and I had tea. Avril and I went to Dave at the station and I did this really good request promo. Hopefully, Richard will accept it for airing. <laughs> Came home, watched TV till now. Night. Two o'clock. P.S. Only four weeks till Adelaide. Whee! And two exclamation points. <laughs> Lots of weeing happening.
1: Oh, that's hilarious, Ben.
0: All right. We've got one final entry. <laughs>
1: So much. So much has happened, Jenny. Are you exhausted? (laughs) No, not at all. (laughs) (laughs) Just getting started. Correct
0: answer. All right. This is October seven. It's a Saturday. It was written at two twenty-eight a.m. Go to bed late on the weekends.
1: Yeah, I'll say.
0: I got up late today, pisser. I finally woke at ten thirty. Sprinted straight to the shower. Nearly died from all the exertion.
1: Why would you have sprinted to the shower? Were you running late?
0: Must have been. (laughs) Um, Got dressed, went down to the station and copy-checked an ad before 11. There you go. I had to copy-check an ad before 11. Ah, Um, Pulled my records for my shift, went on air at midday and my shift till 6pm went really well. I had a great time. Bradley called and we talked for a little while. Oh, Bradley, where did you go? Got off at 6pm, went home and watched Hey Hey. Cooked tea Avril and I took it down to Dave and we helped Dave with his requests. Got picked up by the cops on the way home for a random BT. Oh! They gave me the third degree and generally pissed me off. Not oh, no. 2.34am. Look at me. <laughs> talking smack about the pigs.
1: <laughs> what, were you all over the road or something? Because There wasn't booze buses in those days.
0: Random BTs breath tests, so they must have yeah. been doing them. But yeah, the number of references to me getting drunk and then I'll drive you to the bus or I'll drive you home because oh. it was 89. Remember yeah. we didn't care about, "Oh, I'm fine. I'm just tipsy." Oh, it's just around the corner. No <laughs> one cared in the 80s, did they?
1: Yeah, I probably shouldn't be saying this on a podcast, but in 1989 I was picked up for drink driving.
0: Right. <laughs> Is that all, Jenny? Is that all you picked up for?
1: <laughs> <laughs> Leaving connections. Oh. <laughs> Yeah. Point one one. I wasn't very happy about it, but oh, um, no. I was very nice to the police. That—that's the moral to the story. Yeah. Even good. though I ended up in the slammer for the night back in those
0: days. <laughs> oh my god! I love that you ended up in the slammer with a
1: withdrawing heroin addict. That was the worst twelve hours of my life.
0: Oh my god. <laughs> <laughs> And there you have Why can't we have a diary from Jenny Sampi Instead of my shit I never spent the night in the fucking jail With a recovering heroin addict <laughs> Withdrawing heroin Oh addicts. withdrawing not Big recovering mm. They'll recover as soon as they get out
1: <laughs> I recovered as soon as I got out of that cell I tell you.
0: Best Alright Jenny thank you so much for joining me once oh. again Oh, thank
1: you Ben. Always a
0: pleasure. Oh, I love it. I just know there's more amazing stories that we should have talked about from your life, but I'm glad you and two <laughs> other shit ones from mine.
1: <laughs> I didn't keep a diary.
0: Yeah. Good <laughs> and I'll make decision. Glad. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Cuz she would be in jail with a recovering heroin addict if she had. <laughs> Hey, in the next episode, the countdown is on to my return to Adelaide for holidays. Oh, yay, more timekeeping. There's also more eating to excess from this little plumper. The hills above Karratha are on fire, but that's about all I have to say about it. The pilot strike is starting to get biblical, and as you can guess, 1989 mean is totes pissed off about it. There's also a broken video recorder to deal with, a live show to see, and the descriptions I give my on-air shifts covers everything from unrefined crap and nothing to rave about, two, it went really well, and I was happy with it. So, mostly shit, but I still seem to be able to find enough redeeming qualities to talk myself up. Bless. Of course, in every episode I like to try and help amplify Indigenous voices, and this time around we're shining the spotlight on arkythelabel.com. They bring uh, a contemporary Aboriginal culture to mainstream Australians through fashion, we're talking bright artisanal prints, influenced by nature, and each print is hand-drawn with love. You can check out creator Archie Button's designs and find out more at arkythelabel.com, which is A-R-K-I-E, thelabel.com, or at arkythelabel, one word, on Instagram and Facebook. Can we get some podcast loving for the enigmatic DJ Dirtbag? He fashioned this 80s synth bliss for the 1989 theme tune and same loves for Jez work on all the other audio bits. You can follow us on socials at 1989 and share us with anyone you think might need a giggle at my expense. We're also on Apple Podcasts too, so if you feel the need to leave a review, go on. You know you want to. I'm using an old Jedi mind trick to convince you, so woohoo, here comes more five-star reviews, of course. And until next time, I am loving you from here. Check you later. See ya. Boy!